So perhaps my favorite song is Don't Rock the Jukebox. Really? Just I didn't know so, you were a country fan. It's so danceable. Yeah. And I'm an Alan Jackson fan. And Alan's talked a lot about that song, yeah. um, where that came from. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you co-wrote it with yeah. him and Keith, and you were one of, I think, Alan's go-to guys. Well, um, at that time, yeah. Uh, you know, at that time. <laughs> Me yeah. and Jim McBride. Yeah. Jim and he wrote a lot of stuff together, great stuff. But I'll tell you about somebody I've been asked before a few times, actually, that did we feel like we had something when we wrote that song? And, you know, experienced writers do have a better inkling of that possibility than average Joe, I guess. But I said, when we got Rolling Stone and George Jones rhyming, I said, I knew we had something special. But you know what? I always kind of basically gave it credit for being a ditty. I, I felt like it was kind of a ditty, okay? But then I got to hearing how many young people it brought into the fold of country music. I mean, they were coming in by the droves because of Don't Rock a Jukebox. But one of the smartest things I've seen an artist do was on, when we were writing that song, Alan, as I've mentioned before, he was singing demos. That's, that's what he was doing to make a living. And he hadn't, hadn't made it yet. And, of course, hadn't even gotten a record deal. He'd gotten turned down by just about everybody in town. But he had the sensibility as a singer that he didn't want to turn anybody off with that song. So it was his idea for us to go, I ain't got nothing against rock and roll, but when your heart's been broken, you need a song that's slow. That was Alan's idea. He wanted to he wanted to keep the rock people in. He wanted to pull a crossover yeah, yeah, audience, exactly. which he did. He exactly. was successful in doing. Exactly. And he, he just wanted to be sure everybody was taken care of. And I thought that was ingenious for him at that point in his career. He didn't really have a career, actually, for him to know that. But he knew he was going to be singing it. You know, if it's a hit, he's going to sing it forever. So I just thought that was ingenious, really. This notion of country versus rock, which to me it feels like it's a little more created by the country crowd than the rock crowd, but I could be wrong on that, you know, because you had Bob Dylan come to Nashville in the mid-70s. And the reason he did was because the musicians, the session musicians, he liked better than the guys he was mm -hmm. playing with in Greenwich mm -hmm. Village. Yeah. And so he said, let's go to Nashville and, to, you know, where the guys know how to play session music, <laughs> I guess. I'm not to yeah. offend the yeah. other guys. Yeah. That album was Skyline. National it? Skyline. Nash well, that was subsequent to actually him oh, okay. recording with session musicians here. Oh, That's when okay. he fell in love with Nash. Oh, okay. Okay. And well, you know what? You make a very uh, legitimate point. Country music, it was carved out of a very difficult, painful, poor people past. Okay. They were very proud of that. They were very proud of that. With all due respect to everybody, I mean, sometimes the uh, when there's a lack of education, there's a lack of, uh, what do you call it, sharing of things. It's like, I don't know, 
this is my baby, don't mess with it, you know? And so it comes from a traditional music, and they were very protective of it. They didn't want anybody damaging it with uh, harsh guitar sounds and things like that, you know? That's why the Opry was so slow to add drums and to add other instruments. But it just comes from a hardcore background. It's what it is. But as musicians came together, we had to learn how to share these things that we all love so much. And the fusion of it all is where it's at, really. It really is where it's at. Nobody loves traditional country music more than me. But I I also realized that music evolves. It evolves. It's always changing. Whether we like it or not, it's always changing. You can be hardcore and stuck in the tradition, or you can grow with it. It's up to you, you know? So um, I'm not one of those old-timers that uh, put down what's going on with the young people. I think they're doing their best with it, and some of them are making some amazing uh, music. Some of them aren't, but that was true of traditional people as well. Some people made great music. Some people didn't make so great music. But I think it would be the countryside of things that was protecting their uh, their George Joneses of yeah, the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were <laughs> very treasures. proud of that. Exactly. Exactly. They don't mess with our treasure, you know? And he was a character and a half, to yeah, say the least. He was. And and someone I never did get a recording by him. <laughs> to try? But, uh we've yeah, we've pitched him some things, but he didn't, it, buy, it didn't work. 